0: Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Path podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so good to have you here. My name is Sabrina and I consider myself an intuitive guide on this inner exploration of what it means to come alive and to connect with our soul's wisdom. That's really my passion is discovering the deep-seated wisdom within life's experiences and connecting to the truth of who we are, our reason for being, the reason why we're here, and all of that. So this podcast is about healing, transformation, and our personal and collective evolution, the microcosm to the macrocosm. So as we are evolving into our the highest versions of ourselves, we are contributing that to the collective evolution as well. So that's really the basis of this podcast. Please bear with me as I am gaining more clarity every time I do another episode and it's just going to keep building on itself. So if you have been sticking around since the first episode, thank you. I appreciate you and I see you. Thank you for being here with me. Today's episode is really exciting because I'm joined by a kindred spirit. I know a real one when I see one. And today I'm joined by Kiana Perez. She is an old co-worker of mine. We actually went to the same college uh, about three or four years ago and we haven't talked in, in that span of time but since we've reconnected I've seen I've learned that we've been on a similar path of spiritual awakening so I'm really excited to share her perspective and the lessons that she's been learning and the healing that she's gone through in her unique journey. I really admire her honesty, her openness, and her willingness to be vulnerable about what she's been through, what she's currently working through, and yeah, just showing up as herself today. So I'm excited for you guys to listen in on this conversation. Without further ado, Kiana Perez on The Purpose Path Podcast today i'm so thankful and so excited to be joined by this beautiful soul her name is kiana we'll give a little story of how we met and her background and what she's about her story her perspective and the life lessons that she's carrying with her into the world today so kiana do you want to just give like a background of who you are and what's important to you and where you're coming from
1: who, alrighty? <laughs> I always freeze up every single time I'm asked this question. I no matter like
0: suddenly you just blank. <laughs> I,
1: exactly blank. Like it could be in a job interview, literally catching up with a friend. Yeah. If they ever decide to ask me that, I don't know. But like, um, I guess I find it so hard to to how to answer that because I just feel like I'm constantly changing. like there's too much about me that's just all over the place and I can't really be like this is me and just a very short amount of words without sounding like you know about me if that makes sense
0: yeah it's kind Um, of like it's hard to write a bio (laughs) too and just kind of give like a summary so let's start off with like what are you most passionate about right now
1: what am I most passionate about? Figuring out how I can help in the ways that I want. Um, because I do believe that, as you mentioned before, you know, our pain, what we go through, lessons that we learn, um, they really build a foundation and kind of lead us to our purpose, like why we're here. And huh, let me tell you. I've been through a lot. <laughs> um. And I like. I'm gonna warn y'all. I'm a crier. <laughs> um, and I I don't ever really talk about it uh, much, cause I I just assume it's just gonna be a bunch of pity, and I don't really want that. So I guess to answer your question, my passion is to share, share what I've been through, share what I know. I mean, the whole point of your podcast, really. <laughs> um just finding how we can all connect because i do believe we are all connected um i don't really know how exactly (laughs) but that's something i really do hold true is that we're being human is just just the start of it (laughs) the Mm. the physical aspect of us is just the the start of it um but yeah i guess to just share, (laughs) to put it in (laughs) short terms.
0: That's beautiful. So you have like this deep desire to just help people with sharing what you've been through and knowing that um, by being open and expressing, that's helping other people like see themselves or being able to relate to someone else That's that helps them feel like less alone um and there's so much power in just sharing your truth and speaking up
1: a really good word that just popped into my head was resonate um i actually learned that word not long ago um i want to say i started i guess my this my spiritual journey maybe t- the year of 2018 2019 the year i was supposed to graduate
2: mm. um
1: but i i came across that word Oh, I think on Instagram just some like self-healing page um on my explore page and I'd never really knew what the word meant. I've heard it before but <laughs> the word didn't resonate with me at the time. <laughs> um but in the context of the post it in that moment, you know, to use the word it it resonated with me. It caught my attention and from then that word stuck with me and how I move in the world, you know, with myself and with other people.
0: What well, was um, it about the word resonate that resonated <laughs> the most?
1: Oh my goodness. I can't remember exactly what the post was talking about, but it it either had to do with like inner child, something about inner child, like past traumas, childhood traumas, that like um it was a page about stuff like that mm-hmm. and um like i said i've been i've been through hell and back to say um and uh i guess the word being attached to to childhood trauma is really what you know brought it brought it so much to my attention
0: that um attachment to childhood trauma is what helped you feel really connected to that word
1: yes painfully mm. <laughs> It, it wasn't a um oh goodness. Yeah, it was not a like a, a feeling of ah ah yes. It yeah. was more sort of like
0: huh like ouch. <laughs> um, that that reminds you of like those um well when you start kind of getting into self-awareness and you start recognizing those parts of yourself that you didn't really see before. But it's so important and so like um, significant to understanding more about who you are. It's like looking at all of that, even the, even if it doesn't feel good. So you're really passionate right now about um, helping people and sharing your story and sharing what you've been through. I notice like that's a lot of what you've been doing with uh, social media and your new Instagram account. And I love I love what you're doing with that. I love how open and vulnerable you are with the way you share. Um have you always been that way, being open?
1: Being open, yes. In the same way, no. Um, yeah, not at all. Like I I was I've always been pretty open from what I can remember, but it it was very different. Like I was very nonchalant about things I'd say even if they were you know things to be taken very seriously um whereas now you know i i i can bring up the same topic and tears will literally start welling up in my eyes and i feel it completely different so to answer your question yeah i've i've always been open but have i always been vulnerable no absolutely not
0: <laughs> how would you describe the difference
1: um honestly, being vulnerable is hurt. It hurts. I don't know how to describe it because it's feeling it. It's not the best in, in my you know perspective, my opinion, but the aftermath of allowing yourself to be vulnerable is freaking beautiful. <laughs> like you, it's like when people say they have revelations or they have these epiphanies and just like, life-changing realizations like I truly believe it is because of those moments of vulnerability of allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to feel emotions you know you wouldn't otherwise feel because you know we're all trying to just be happy and positive and you know good vibes only (laughs) and you know I thought I thought that was it I thought that was me being able to talk about my past um Traumas because I was speaking of traumas like okay, this is gonna get like real personal trigger trigger warning, but like I um had a best friend in high school we kind of fell off throughout the years, but I remember casually just like bringing up um being sexually molested by my grandfather, and then moving on from it like like it was no big deal. I recently spoke to her within the past year, I want to say, probably less than that honestly. Time 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 is a warped ball of I don't even know. But um we had brought it up actually cuz she asked me she you know was like how are you? Um you know, like really how are you? And you know, me being this new me, not the same me from high school. You know, I was, I told her, I was like, you know, I'm a lot better now, but I wasn't. Like, if you would have had asked me literally a month ago, I would have told you I'm hanging on by a string. And she was just like, um, you know, it's refreshing that, that you're honest with me because in high school, I always worried about you in college. I always worried about you because of what you told me. And literally this is how casual I was about. I had no idea what she was talking about. Because I was like, Huh? Like like I don't know what things I've told you, but I've probably told you like I don't know. For some reason I didn't know what she was talking about. And she was like, um, you know, you told me about, you know, what happened when you were like a kid and I was like,
2: Oh, I was like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> but she was just like, it always worried me and concerned me that you handled it so um, calmly. That wasn't the exact word, but um, she just, you know, there was no pain when I spoke about it, not even in the slightest, um, and she could pick that up, but um, I honestly forgot where... (laughs) I forgot
0: how I ended up in, in this story. Uh, I think we were talking, oh, I know. Okay, so we were talking about vulnerability and how oh, the difference yeah. between openness and vulnerability and vulnerability is when, um, like you said, you allow yourself to feel the pain and to be seen in that pain. And I just want to say um, thank you for sharing that. That really hit me <laughs> super deep. And looking at you now and how much you're able to, having been through that to still spread so much light and love and you know, Brene Brown, okay. She's like this author, but, um, she talks about how we're kind of carrying like this weight of armor throughout our lives and it's so heavy and we're trying to block out everything, even blocking out our own feelings. And we think that we have to carry this heavy weight in order to be powerful and strong and, um, to be accepted in the world but it's just so heavy and we're actually not getting the connection that we need but vulnerability happens when we start shedding those layers and putting down the armor putting down the weapons and letting it letting us just be in our raw tender like um (laughs) just true self of that that's what's so scary is because no one no one has seen us in that way before. Even we haven't even seen ourselves sometimes. And I can totally understand and also relate to when you've been through something really intense, but you don't react intensely back. It's like you're kind of keeping it all together and kind of like brushing it aside, but it kind of festers underneath and in ways that you aren't seeing um firsthand but then it comes out in other ways too you were talking about how um in like 2018 or before that time you're kind of like this different person how would you describe that person from who you are now
2: who who
1: people pleaser i be- i betrayed myself a lot for the sake of like everyone else everyone else's peace um I, I, I definitely was not, I don't want to say I wasn't who I was meant to be because I believe that in every phase we're meant to be, we're supposed to be. But, um, I guess to put it to one in one word, I would say I was very reserved. I was walking on eggshells around people that I probably didn't even need to. Um, (laughs) um, compared to now, I'm not afraid to have an attitude and like, I'll just sum it up. <laughs> if there's something wrong, if something doesn't feel right with me, I will now speak up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can go into a whole another conversation, um, or into a question that you have, that you have to ask. But, um
0: So, from people pleasing and betraying yourself to keep the peace to just expressing and speaking your truth, no matter what, and like if that means having an attitude then it means having an attitude and you're not like holding back you're just like letting it all go basically
1: Oof, i wouldn't say that much <laughs> if i were to let it all go oh man you feel the wrath but <laughs> um <laughs> i guess i wouldn't say you know i'd be quick to have an attitude but i've relearned a lot i've relearned a lot and and that in turn has reshifted a lot of how I think um and how I respond in many different settings um whether it's professional personal uh like friends or you know romantic uh, with family like this past summer <laughs> my family saw a version of me they were not prepared for um and it goes back to what I mentioned about my grandfather and I basically um finally stood up for myself um and and was like i don't understand why we ever allowed him around after the fact so it went from <laughs> a very quiet oh i just laugh at everything kiana to a oh she's she's outwardly verbally expressing that she did not like something I never have done that never written like especially with my family Oof. like because for the longest time I thought that was disrespectful
2: mm-hmm.
1: I thought boundaries <laughs> were was disrespect um and and so yeah I it just now like I don't like not to be dramatic but like my my personal transformation is is crazy drastic. Like I'm no, i do not
0: that the same
1: person at, at <laughs> all. Like at all. Like I recently hung out with my lawn actually, mm-hmm. and she was just like bringing up s- stories from VCU, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! I really need to update you on my life because <laughs> I just like can't even laugh at these stories anymore. Like they're just oh yeah, they just bring. It's like, like I don't so even much. know
0: her. Who is she? <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like, the same way about me in like college <laughs> days. Holy crap! Like just completely shifted, and I feel like people just have to re-meet who I am. It's just not the same but I also want to go back to how you're talking about like relearning and boundaries and how it's everything is just like complete 180 or 360. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> just. completely <laughs> <shifted>. <laughs> Um, and it's like this inside out transformation. What was it for you that shifted? Like, what was the thing if there was one thing or maybe I'm, maybe there was like a momentum of stuff that happened.
1: Um. I want to say it was just my my whole last year at VCU. Yeah, that whole period was just uh super transformative for me and and pretty much like a lot of aspects in my life. Like I moved in with an actual good friend and we we really helped each other out. I don't even like she's 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 one of my, she's one of my best friends and we have our we have our history. Nothing like, you know, bad, but with old roommates. Oh good lord. But um my past living situation was just super toxic. Super toxic. Long story short, I thought they were real friends. They were not real friends at all. Um, I learned about trauma bonds <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, they were nothing but a bunch of trauma. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, so my last year at BC, I moved in with my best friend. Um, and we just like work so well. Like we're just so compatible. She, I, her brain, I love her brain. I love how she thinks. I love how she she puts words together. Oh, genius. She has a genius brain, but you know, that whole year we just, we're always picking each other up, always motivating each other, always, you know, even when I'm, I'm so, I'm going so off topic. Oh my goodness.
2: No, you're good. <laughs> um,
1: but to go back to your question, it was just that whole last year um of VCU. My um living arrangement changed completely. Um my free time, how I've spent my free time changed completely. Um
0: What did you do in your free time?
1: I kept to my damn self.
0: Mm, That's what I did. <laughs>
1: I I stopped going out. I stopped drinking. I stopped. Inter- I stopped entertaining toxic relationships. Pretty much, like I. I kept to my roommate and her baby because she ended up having a baby, beautiful baby. Oh goodness. <laughs> um, her boyfriend. Like I, we like we're just a, the little a family of like. Anyways, best year of my college experience, but. I got into journaling a lot that year, um, like heavily every day, almost every day. I try to every day. Um, I got into yoga, like I'm like this is so cliche stuff, but
0: it works. It freaking works. works. (laughs) It really does. Like
1: like, we're not just part of like we're not part of this new age. No, it works. (laughs) Like it. mwah, chef's kiss. Like one hundred
0: percent effective. Rate.
1: yes 100 <laughs> percent effective more effective than birth control <laughs> but um as long as you put in the effort I'll add that mm-hmm. as long as you're willing to be vulnerable because I'm you can read all you can read all this all the things all you can
0: you can watch you all the videos
1: read, exactly you can watch all the videos listen to all the podcasts read all the books but if you don't get vulnerable if you don't allow yourself to get vulnerable like we like we spoke about before all of that effort will go to waste and I've learned that the hard way I spent a lot of time crying in my closet (laughs) that last year um and that's what really I guess opened my eyes to the power of of allowing yourself to feel (laughs) feel all the things I was numbing myself to all those years prior. Um it it and it affected me, yeah, it affected me. There was points of time where I couldn't work. Um what I don't I don't want to say I couldn't. I chose not to. Um but hey mental health over anything else in my opinion. Yeah
2: <laughs> like if
1: you can't do anything else to its fullest to its fullest potential, I should say. If you don't keeping your brain right
2: mm-hmm. but
1: um yeah i guess to go back to your question it wasn't just one just one momentous thing it was it was gradual it was a gradual period of pretty, of pretty much a week, over a year Let you tell you over that year i got tested i had x's coming back left and right like left and right like out the woodworks like people, the universe I was, was like exactly i was like oh god what's happening <laughs> what is going on here? Like I'm I'm not kidding. Like like I'm talking about guys like I hadn't talked to
2: in like two years. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? Like But yeah, that's know? happened to me too. And it's mm-hmm. like
0: <laughs> I feel like yeah. the universe in that in that situation is kind of asking, like, are you ready to put into practice everything that you know? Mm-hmm. Or are you just, gonna fall back into what you've been through it's either evolve or repeat
2: (laughs) (laughs) I say that all the
1: time hold on not not in those exact words but I basically say uh I say adapt but I I like that word better evolve evolve or fold
0: (laughs) fold yeah yeah you don't want to fold no don't do that (laughs) oh my gosh but it's amazing that you had that support system especially like a lot of people um don't really think about how much your environment plays a huge role in your mental health and just um, your personal growth. Everything in your living situation, but also whatever you consume and the people that you have around you, it's just so much that goes into how, like, your well being. But it's amazing that you had that, like, close family type environment <laughs> that helps support you and, like, lift you up. And I just want to like, okay, so when you're talking about crying in the closet, it, I I was thinking about how so much of the times that we like numb ourselves is like we're, we're creating like these energetic blocks within our system. Emotion is energy in motion. So until we allow that energy to just flow through us, whether it's crying or screaming or journaling or whatever it is, we have to let it like move through us so it can actually flow and then we'll move past it so much faster. Um, But really a key is vulnerability and like being honest with yourself. I feel like that is the hardest thing sometimes is just admitting to yourself, how do I actually feel? What do I actually want? What do I actually think about this? And giving that clear reflection just to you first is really hard sometimes because we just don't want to admit a lot of the things that are going on inside of us so we'd rather turn to drinking or turn to people or turn to whatever to help alleviate that pain but ultimately it just circles back
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what you said reminded me of um it sounds like so che- like so cheesy i'm all about like i guess metaphors but it just reminds me of like stagnant water how stagnant water it's so easy for like algae to build up and like all that like nasty, gunky looking stuff. But like rivers where the, the water's flowing and ocean currents, like, you know, a constant thing. You know, there's not really any buildup of, of that stuff. It, it's algae, right? <laughs> like algae that builds up. I don't know, the green stuff that looks gross. <laughs> but it, it just reminds me of that, like, you know, to put it in, in references that's not, you know, energy. You know, you know whoever's listening to this doesn't believe in 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 the energetic body you know just think of it like that just anything anything that's that stays stagnant will have a build up of something mm-hmm. and build up you know build up a bit of anything it's not good
0: yeah, yeah dude that's a beautiful metaphor I also love just like that imagery and being being able to see it visually definitely does help. I'll also, just to give a background for people who don't know, um, me and Kiana went to college together and oh, we also <laughs> we also we worked talking? together.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's uh, jump right into the childhood trauma. <laughs> and, uh... Also,
0: Coconut Grill. <laughs> we were coworkers at this um, restaurant across our school. And was that like our only only? point of like contact? Pretty much. Were you we in half? Have... No, right?
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, <laughs> yeah, my brothers told me some stories. <laughs> yeah. Your brothers I... went to VCU? No, he went to ODU and he was in fossa oh. So I guess they did a lot of coordinating together. I don't know if, Not you sure. know, that's the thing now or, you know, when we went, but I, time flies, like I forget how long I
0: it's been. been. I and know. BC. Yeah, oh, yeah. By the oh, way, no fact is like this Filipino association at our school. We're both Filipino. Kiana, um, we're okay, yeah. Uh, what oh, else? I forgot. <laughs> Kiana is 25, Filipino. Um, she is chilling in Virginia Beach, Norfolk.
2: Oh, same difference, yeah. Norfolk, yeah. Virginia Beach. yeah.
0: <laughs> Cool. But yeah, that's kind of our history together. It's crazy because no one else from, at least from my circle in college, like posts about spiritual stuff, (laughs) like just openly or even just like personal development stuff. So whenever, when I found like your page and just saw what you were doing, I was like, whoa, like a kindred (laughs) spirit. (laughs) Like I I see it. So it's really refreshing. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Who who did you hang out with? Um, a lot of people from fact. But okay, also I was only there for like two years. Um, and then my sophomore year, that was when I kind of I was going through probably like the hardest time of my life and <laughs> I cut everybody out. Mm-hmm. And I was really spending a lot of time alone, but not in the good way alone. It was more of like isolating, like I couldn't get out of my room to go to class kind of thing and I would fail my classes because I couldn't make it out of my room because I was so terrified of leaving my room like it felt like um, I was walking in a landmine and every step I would take something would blow up right behind me so I was just like super terrified that was like my sophomore year but yeah crazy times like I would
1: never guess that you were like dealing with I guess, like, hardships, hardships of, like, your own, like, I should, oh my goodness, you just really never know what people are, like, dealing That's with. That's like the thing.
2: You
0: never know. That's definitely oh what God. I learned, like, through battling, like, mental illnesses, just gaining so much empathy and understanding um, for everybody around you, just knowing, because I was able to see how much I could hide my own pain and struggle so it's like okay what what else are other people hiding that I can't Mm -hmm. see so you just really truly never know
1: I actually oh man I actually had to like put someone in their place because they were like just being so icky just so icky and and judgmental um
2: it former friend friend.
1: okay (laughs) I got it Continue. Um, former friend of a friend. I'll just give a very like you know, v- vague v- version of the story. Um, but riding around um, our neighborhood, and there is this kid walking, and I guess there's like former beef. I don't really know, but they just start talking very like like poorly about the person. You know, saying that they're a bum because they don't have a job and this is then the third just you know the, the typical well if i can do it why can't they you know they better work you know why can't they work you know what is the word oh, what's the word for it panhandling mm. um and i just was like you like you realize people like people who aren't the same yeah. <laughs> you have first of all you have no idea how who that person actually is, and then you know they want to argue and say, "Yeah, I do." You know, I grew up with them. Uh, I went to school with them. I'm like, okay, you may know them, but you don't actually know them
2: mm-hmm.
1: because just as you only let people know so much about you, probably the same exact thing for that person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't know their home life. You don't know
0: the thoughts that are in their head. Yeah, exactly the the.
1: Exactly. If you if you can read their mind, please let me know. Let me know how. Teach me. <laughs> but I just was like, like, you're like you're in my car. Like, please have some respect. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna have that energy around
0: me. Please. Did you say that? Like, yeah. Oh heck yeah! I did. I love it. That's amazing.
1: I was like, um, oh man. I'm like, see this is why. Like, I need to practice talking about things without getting worked up, (laughs) staying grounded. That's what I need to work on. (laughs) Staying very, oh yeah, staying grounded. That's like, that's been my goal of like 2021, 2020 actually, still working on it. Um, But yeah, I just had to be like, that's like no way to think about people, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I could go on and on and on about that. But point being like, you know, just one, don't be so judgmental. And it should, all right, back to you.
0: <laughs> I wish this was like video right now. <laughs> so funny. But what does, um, so you said that your goal is being more grounded. What does that look like for you?
1: There's a saying. I forgot where
2: I heard it, who I heard it from, but... It's it's so simple. Observe, don't absorb.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard that.
1: I feel like it'll come to you before it comes to me cuz <laughs> I would like to, I would like to remember where I got that from cuz it's like literally my motto.
2: Mm.
1: To go back to your question, it staying grounded for me is is basically um like what I said uh, before just being able to speak of things that pull a very strong feeling out of me, but being able to stay cool, calm and collected, you know, as if we're talking about anything else. Cause I have a tendency to like raise my voice and get very like, oh, say it with your chest. And it's <laughs> like, okay, I appreciate the energy, but some, like sometimes you just need to calm it down. Some people may not like the whole aggressive, oh, she's real passionate approach. So, for myself, because I also don't like the feeling, because my heart literally races <laughs> and I start to sweat. <laughs> like right now, I'm like perspiring, and I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a woof of onion. <laughs> but um, you know, so but so yeah. To go back to your question, to to <laughs> your question, it looks like just staying calm in situations that that really. I don't want to say get a reaction out of me, but like pull, pull, very heavy, deep emotions. I wouldn't even say heavy, but intense. It really intense.
0: touches you and like, cause you use that word absorb. So like you feel that deeply. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, a little too deeply.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like borderline. I take things personally and I'm trying to like that. I don't know where, how I adopted the mindset, but like I all of a sudden realized, not all of a sudden realized, I realized that recently I've been taking almost everything personally. And so I've, I don't know what made me think of this, but have, like, I, guess, um, I guess in order to do that, I have to learn how to be grounded. <laughs> I have to learn how to stay grounded um, to kind of keep myself in check <laughs> as, as well. Um, oh man, I, I can like word vomit.
0: No, I Wait, love it. So, I'm so just, many thoughts are
2: coming to my head. I'm like, oh this my God, good.
0: this really is great. good. This is good. Just let it all flow. Um, but I think that's an um a really great goal to kind of strive towards is because it really shows that you are passionate, you do care deeply and you are very receptive to um like what's going on and being grounded will help that other person receive what you're actually trying to express it'll land more than when it's just like thrown out you know what I mean
2: Mm
1: -mm. oh yeah I know what (laughs) you (laughs) mean I've um I can actually give a great example of that
2: yeah go
0: for
1: it um so Sam actually my my best friend slash old roommate um she actually told me about this method and it's called the love sandwich. I don't know if you've heard heard of it.
0: Mm, I, think I, I think I know.
1: It's like, um, I don't know if it's, you know, always in the context of conflict. I think I mentioned like how I had this like weird family turmoil thing and everything. My world flipped upside down. I kind of like briefly brought it up, I think. But um, I had a... I guess a tiff, you could say, um, with a family member. And my initial approach was very aggressive. <laughs> like you said it, like when you're just kind of like being too forceful, the the reception of, of what you're trying to put out is not there at all.
0: Yeah, they're like so, defensive.
1: Yes. in like, in retrospect, I'm like, that's that's why she responded the way she did because I read my my text, because it was it was via text, and I read my message, and I just was like, I, if someone out the blue sent that to me, I'd be like, first of all, where is this, com- like, where is this coming from? I'm just trying to enjoy my day, and all of a sudden, anyways, so yeah, long story short, the conversation did not end well. It did not go well at all. Some time had gone by, and I was speaking about this situation with my friend Sam, and this, this is when she brought up the whole, like, love sandwich thing. Oh, man. She told me I was vomited. <laughs> she was like, if you really want to resolve, you know, the issue, you can't approach it. Because I sent her screenshots and everything. Like, you already know. But she was like, you, the way you approached it, just, no. Like, I understand, like, you're hurt and you're mad and you're angry. But, like, like you said, that's just not... Ish, nothing's gonna get done. My point, and honestly, like anyways, not going You basically described the love sandwich as first, what is it? The bread. The bread is love, the love. Right? <laughs> the love. So you start with love. So I had to start with an apology. Mm. And that's why I vomited, because I was like, you're telling <laughs> me that I have to be the one to apologize first. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And it took me a while. It took me a while to swallow my pride and just do the damn thing. But I did it. And, like, look, no beef. Wow. Ooh. Anyways, love sandwich. Goodness. Okay. So bread, love. And then, like you said, in a, more gent- a more gentle approach, right? It was received. Boom. <laughs> Got my foot in the door. <laughs> she let me in. And then that's when we're able to have a conversation of, mm-hmm. hey, this is what happened. It hurt my feelings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can something be done about it?
2: Mm-hmm. And then,
1: and and that's the meat, or if, you know, if you're vegetarian, your lettuce, tomato, cucumbers, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you close it
1: with another piece of bread, which is love. <laughs> love you. Hope you're well. Take care. And then, boom, you got mm. yourself a love sandwich. Yeah,
0: it and works. you can easily digest that and, like, enjoy it. And it's just so much more of a palatable experience. Pretty
1: much. And literally, I didn't even think of it, like, as a literal sandwich. But, like, yes, it's <laughs> perfect. You can lit- you it can enjoy the sandwich.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's got nutrients and all that. That's such a good, like, framework to work with. Um, coming into conversations that you know that you need to have or especially with like speaking your truth, it can be really daunting sometimes, but having something to work with like that can be really helpful. So thank you for sharing that. (laughs) (laughs) And explain so so eloquently. (laughs) I'm curious. Let's get into purpose. And I know you posted you posted this one post. About like life purpose, but I'm curious what your perspective on on purpose would be. Like, do you think that we all have a specific thing that we're here to do, or is it more mm, arbitrary? I f-
1: my my perspective of purpose, I want to say, has changed. I feel like um, I feel like now I view purpose as something that isn't just a one a one thing that is a part of your life or is your life Mm -hmm. um like I used to think you know your purpose was on like oh my goodness it sounds so it sounds so American but like for the longest I thought purpose was money like how much you made and basically being able to Achieve things,
2: mm.
1: like in a very general sense. Just, just the reason why, and this is why, why I said, like, I feel like I've changed just so much, is because before, purpose, uh, my like, uh, purpose, I guess, gen- generally, general purpose, was something we achieved, like attained, and then just kept it, and then that was it. Versus mm. now. I feel like I feel like we don't have just one sole purpose, and I don't know if that's just me telling myself that now to kind of like ease my anxieties of of find of you know figuring out what my purpose is. Because the word malleable is coming to to mind, but I don't think that's the word I want to use. I'm a very visual person, so I'll just I'll, Plato. That's how I kind of think of like purpose, purpose yeah. as in like Plato in terms of like you can do anything and it can be anything you can have just one purpose. If that, if that's what you believe, then that's what it can be. If you just want to roll out your Play-Doh with a cookie, with a cookie thing or a Mm -hmm. roller and that's it, that's fine. If you want to like
2: break up the Play-Doh into
1: little balls and have like many different purposes or, you know, or serve many different purposes and you know, that's fine. And you can have, like the the balls, like in groups, or you can have the balls in a linear line, or like, and they can they can have like squares if you want. You can have big squares, <laughs> little squares. Like it's just so. I guess malleable would be the word, right? Like, yeah, just something. I wish they could see me because I don't <laughs> know the word. I think <laughs> you
0: painted the picture pretty clearly. I really like that though. It like encapsulates this idea that we are creating it, and we have the freedom to shape and mold and design and do with what ourselves like to do with it what we want you know um yes. that we have a lot of freedom <laughs> with it and it doesn't have to be just one thing unless you want it to be but at the end of the day like we're creating it
1: I love the way you speak I say that. like yes, you? have you been doing this for a while or something
0: oh my god I wish no <laughs> I've been yeah it's definitely something that I want to keep doing but um yeah I think that with purpose since my since I like started my own personal transformation <laughs> journey purpose has always been something that I've been eyeing and trying to get a hold of. And it always felt like something I had to find. And like, it was like this one thing and once I get it then I'll be happy and then I'll know what I'm here for. Cause it felt like all my experiences were just, it felt like so pointless. And I was like, there has to be like some kind of reason that I went through all of this struggle, <laughs> internal struggle. And I think at least my perspective of, of purpose has grown over time and it still is. But I think that we're just here to like evolve. And part of that evolution is recognizing that we're all connected, that none of us is like separate from each other. And where I'm at right now is understanding that when we can really heal ourselves and get like really know ourselves and know, under, know and understand our gifts, our strengths, our weaknesses, everything that makes us unique. and Hone in on that, so we can offer that to the collective, to everybody else, and really fill our role of being who we are. Individuality in in relation to everybody else, like knowing that you have like your place. Uh, I really need to condense that one. uh, But really, it just boils down to like being who you are, and that sounds simple, but it's like one of the most complex. Journeys of discovering and exploring and stepping into. Um, I think it's like a lifelong thing. What would you say? What would you say your purpose is? If you know, or if you don't know, it's okay too.
1: I believe that. So um, not like just one thing. Like I feel like eat like the drastic differences of the different chapters of my life. I feel like I I served a different, or I had a different Mm -hmm. purpose to serve. So to answer your question, like right now, right now, in this period of time, I, I, I feel like my purpose is to really figure out the best ways to heal myself. Um, because ultimately, and I guess this, this could also answer the question, but, um, ultimately I want to be able to extend my I don't wanna sound like like I'm on a high horse but like I feel like I have power like a like Hell a, yeah you do a light like <laughs> a light inside of me to like help brighten the world and yes. like I feel like I in order to be able to do that I I need to dig more because like I'm not gonna lie this past year you know I I went through a lot, not, you know, anything bad or horrific, um, no traumatic experiences, thank God, but just a lot of, like, internal, internal work, and unfortunately, a lot of external finger pointing. um, but that's, like, why I am mentioning this, because for, and I don't even know, like, when I realized this, when I started behaving in this way, um, but I was I was projecting a lot, like a lot. And it took <laughs> for that argument to happen with my family member. Cause she she basically was saying to me that I was projecting. And I was like, well, wait a second. No, I'm not. But then after, you know. The phone was put down. I was able to step back and be like, "Okay," and I was like, "Wow!" Like, she's not wrong at all. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying, my point is that I I struggled a lot with thinking I was, I guess, healing in, I guess, healing, just healing in general. I thought I was doing a good job of self healing, but in actuality, I was finding my fault in other people and not realizing it because I spent um a lot a lot of my time making my relationship a problem and I realized I don't think it's my relationship that's the problem I think there's just problems within you that you have yet to resolve but yes so going way back looking back (laughs) right now (laughs) It is to basically get myself together so that in the future, my ultimate goal is to be able to share my light unconditionally. But with that said, also knowing my boundaries, also knowing when I need to take a break, recharge, reset, decompress, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I think um, for right now, my purpose is to stay to myself, not react towards people who don't deserve it and pay attention to the signs the universe gives me
2: Amen. via
1: my relationship
2: because God.
1: man like okay i'm just getting a little
0: sh- like a little background keep it coming
1: thing but um okay so i'm dating this wonderful man oh, like <laughs> like oh best like,
2: I love your love for yeah. him
1: <laughs> like sometimes oh thank you so I sweet
2: that. So, beautiful. <laughs> so inspiring
1: but it's it's actually I mean not funny that's not the word but it's it's just ironic because I've like known him like almost my whole life I met him in sixth grade mm-hmm. and like we pretty much just like were best friends ever since kept in touch we kind of fell off during college because you know I was being wild and stupid, he was being wild and stupid. And we've literally talked about it. We were like, like, I think we had that time apart for a reason. Like, cause I, and you know, we've like gone in like great detail about this. But basically just like we believe that knowing what we were doing in those years, it would have hurt us so much so that it would have changed how we saw each other. And I feel like if that would have happened, we would not be together right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, so anyways, we rekindled and it'll be two years next month. Longest mm-hmm. relationship ever. And like, oh, yeah. it's, like and it's not even that on and off bull crap. Like mm-hmm. consecutively, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. years.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um,
1: But I've done a lot of like internal battling of, should I stay should I go should I stay should I go and I really have to like be aware um and you said it, you um mentioned a few questions like asking yourself you know how do I feel is it actually you know what it is
2: like being honest you know, had, with
1: yeah being honest with myself I had, I had to do a lot of that I still have to do a lot of that and basically right now I totally forgot even why I'm speaking, talking about this. But, um, like, right now... There's something there. Be.
0: There's something there.
1: Um, basically, see, okay.
0: You were talking this about one. relationships and pay attention to the lessons and messages. I need
1: to stop interrupting myself because that's <laughs> what gets me, like, messed up is when I'm like, wait, what am I talking about? I just need to word bomb it. Um, but... <laughs>
0: It's like an online journaling session,
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, boom, light bulb. Twin flames. I think all right. Twin. So I truly, I saw. I read. Um, I read up on twin flames. Basically, it was a bunch of different kind of like relationships, or I guess dynamics between two people, and twin flames is one of the I guess coexisting (laughs) um roles but yeah like I read it and I just was like that like this can't can't not be him and I Mm -hmm. like we dated in sixth grade we dated in high school we are dating now there have there like it's just signs. I was just like yep checklist yep 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 oh well I guess you're my twin flame
0: it's a lot of confirmation,
1: but yes, just a lot of confirmation of like, no, you need to you just stay put, don't run. Realize you are just scared. There's a lot to unpack here, and that goes back into me projecting and pointing fingers and making my relationship the problem because that was just that was a huge drive of me wanting to run because I'm like I don't need this. You know, I'm trying to heal myself. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do all these things and achieve this, and and you know, have these spiritual awakenings. And I can't do that with you and your low vibrate. Like I was just being, like I can be a poophead sometimes. And I and, you know, going back. I really have to check myself. I really have to be like, okay, Kiana. Like, why are you actually mad? Is what he is doing actually like an issue, or is it you just wanting to be in control? Is it you just being scared that he's going to leave you in 10 years or cheat on you with another woman?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Just a bunch bunch of stuff. (laughs) It's huge. Like being able to take a step back and ask yourself that question is so vital for like self-awareness and just being able to discern what's going on within you. Um, And a lot of a lot of times it's so easy to just act on that fear and leave right away without even like reflecting. But the fact that you're able to like question yourself and be honest with yourself and check yourself is already a sign of like huge growth and healing. You kind of already answered the question I was going to ask was like, what, what were the things that would make you run? But you kind of like talked about how you're just asking yourself these questions of, are you just scared or, all those questions that came up. So how do you work through that?
1: It's it's a, it's like a ping, uh, what is it? Ping pong ball of just thoughts. Like if I could describe my brain, it's like this, it's like this flip books and you flip it and it's like real, really fast. And it shows pictures. The pictures doesn't make sense. Like Like that's my brain going a thousand miles per hour. But it being like, oh, you know, it's a, okay, this is a perfect way to describe it. So there's multiple, there's multiple cartoons within the flip book instead of it just being one, like one stick figure going like this, mm-hmm. like for two seconds, it'll be a stick figure moving its arms up and down. And then a second later, next thing you know, it's, it's a car squashing a bug (laughs) and then it turns into like a tree growing
0: this is perfect for like people just listening like
1: having this visual
0: so thank you (laughs) yeah
1: I I I think that's I think I just had a realization during this podcast session I'm a very like like describing things I'm I do best describing with visuals instead Mm -hmm. of I guess the actual concept or like prin- like principles of things. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I'm not good with my words like that.
0: <laughs> but I, I love the way that you explain things because that it really lands with me, like pe- being able to see it. And I know it's so helpful for people like at, on a podcast too. So I love the way that you explain the visual imagery. <laughs> oh, thank
1: you.
0: It's very universal. So
1: well, I, I forgot what you asked me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> i think it was like how do you um kind of move through those fears with your relationship
1: oh okay yes i basically just i just do a a lot of self-reflecting a bunch of times i catch myself having inner dialogues. like i like it sounds crazy it's not crazy though because what is crazy anyways
2: (laughs) these are the questions
1: um, (laughs) um I I talk to myself I really talk I talk to myself pretty much like to to answer your question in very simple terms I talk to myself Mm
2: -hmm. like
1: I I pretend to be my own therapist pretty much and like sometimes I don't like okay sometimes I'm not with the whole oh talk with self-love and you know stuff like sometimes I'm like bitch what the fuck are you doing (laughs) why are you being an out like why are you being a micromanaging control freak don't get yourself together
0: yeah just the real the realness
1: and then, I, and then I go like this. And I'm like, you know, like, you don't have to talk to yourself like that. I
0: can uh, It's okay. So next time, just what? I think just positive self-talk in general, no matter what the tone is, as long as it's like helping you move forward and like um, uplift you or just like keep yourself in check, there's always going to be different tones that you're going to speak from. But as long as it's from love, I think that's really what matters versus like toxic self-talk, negative self-talk. because. I mean, I, I talk to myself all the time. So even just waking up this morning, I'm like, come on, Sabrina, you know, you, know, you got to do it. You know, you want to do it, you yes. know. <laughs> just like trying to get myself going um, and making sure that it's coming from a place of like love is so, so helpful because bullying yourself into doing anything never turns out well. And the change that like happens from that bullying, inner negative self-talk, is never sustainable anyway and if it is it just leads to toxic patterns even jokes like even yeah. jokingly
1: like joking about yourself um like I used to say all the time like jokingly like, oh my god I could hate myself and then Sam again like I'm telling you shoot that's
2: my girl <laughs> shout out like, to Sam she was,
1: and yeah for, seriously shout out to Sam she'd be like why do you talk to yourself like that and I'll be like, Oh, I'm just kidding. Like, I don't actually like hate myself. And then she, like, you know, she's like, you sure about that? Like, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't be saying it if somewhere deep down the side, it wasn't an actual thought. Mm-hmm. But you know that just just having someone bring that to my attention. I was like, wow, it really does matter how you speak to yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. I used to be so like my sense of humor was just solely self-deprecating and I just like looking back I'm like holy crap like why was I so mean (laughs) like why was I so mean to myself but it's it's crazy to look back at all the ways that you've grown and just like I don't know and when I reflect on how mean I was to myself um just makes me have a lot of compassion for when I do hear other people having that same sense of humor like having those same like the things that they say to themselves I'm just like oh, I just I know I know what it's like <laughs> um yeah. yeah self-talk okay wait let's circle back around
2: um <laughs> just like
0: everywhere uh, but we were talking about how literally all the way back to purpose but you're talking about how your purpose is to heal and how you listed, keeping to yourself, kind of like protecting your your energy, does that sound right? Yeah, and then I'm it up, that's a good way to put it,
2: actually,
0: kind of like regulating your reactions mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and then paying attention to messages you get from the universe through relationships because it sounds like relationships is where you learn the deepest lessons. Does that sound right? Awesome. That
1: sounds like wow. <laughs>
0: got a little insight on myself yay yeah I just wanted to make sure that I got that all accurately like I feel like you have a really good um, understanding of where you are and what you need to heal and move forward to the next level of your life so let's say like you do finally feel super grounded and like you have all like everything that I just listed is like check 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 it's all good it's in the books what would you like your next level of life to look like like, what kind of experiences are you calling in?
1: Um, I really want to start getting into, I guess, I I guess they'd be called, like, apprenticeships, Um, like, I really want to master my intuitive skills, and master, like, I don't, I don't know if you believe in, like, you know, psychic abilities, and, and stuff like that, but, like, I've had some paranormal experiences in my life, <laughs> and I don't believe they didn't happen for no reason. Yeah. So, um, and and unless I'm just reading things wrong, but I do believe that the universe has been sending me messages um, to pay attention to things that lead me to discovering. I guess my psychic abilities, mm-hmm. and I don't talk about this. So, like, li- like just speaking of this right now, I'm like,
0: no, I freaking so love excited. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, keep it coming.
2: So, um, is it I'm through your like, dreams, or is
0: it like, can you? Is it visions, or what is it for you?
1: Um, like how I receive, like, so- like signs, or and it's in my on. Oh, I want to say it's just in my day to day like i've really gotten into numerology um i'm diving deeper into astrology and i'm i pretty much just like try to like i don't even try like i let my intuition guide me really i i believe and i i think and it's funny that you asked if it comes in dreams because dream like my dreams are like the least the least thing that i understand mm. Like I like I'll be like, huh, like that was kind of a crazy dream because I have I can I have very detailed dreams. Like it's it's crazy how detailed they can be, because I'll like tell my boyfriend like a dream I had and he'll be like, why is it so like, why does it sound like this is something you wrote or like, why (laughs) is it so detailed? Like, why are there so many little details to your dreams? I don't know. Like that's just always how my dreams have been yeah, to go back to your question, oh my goodness, to go back to your question, like, it's pretty much just, like, in in, in my day-to-day, it sounds, (laughs) like, so cliche, I guess, in in the, in the metaphysical realm, but, like, I, like, see, like, sequence, like, numbers in the same sequence a lot, and I'm, like, this can't be for no reason, and I, like, like, I literally, like, see something and just have a feeling and be, like, I should look this up. That's the first thing I do is Google. Google, <laughs> what is, what does 555 mean? Google, what does, <laughs> but. You know yeah, what your five, five, number is? Nine, I think it's
0: nine. Okay, I'll look up what that means. Mine is a seven, but I think numerology is so interesting. Like it's so simple, but then it goes really deep.
2: Mm-hmm, so oh my, my goodness.
0: <laughs> also, it's like when you're talking about dreams, I, I remember this quote it goes like maybe sometimes dreams are a deeper experience of reality itself so it's like when you're dreaming that's when your subconscious has the time has the space and opportunity to like communicate with you and like come to the surface it's like everything that you're holding inside communicating with you through imagery and it makes sense that you're a super visual person and how you get those clear details in your dreams because you can see it so clearly but yeah a lot of a lot of like artists and Anyone who's made like crazy, masterful pieces of work have gotten that information through dreams, through the symbols and imagery and the things that are really hard to grasp, but they like bring it back to the material world and create art.
1: Do you have any favorite, like, do you have any favorite artists or creators?
0: Oh, that's a really hard question. Literally so many people. <laughs> um, but like, in what, in what, like, context? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, I have I have one. <laughs> um, this guy named Tim to the wild. So he makes his own music, but also creates like mini like travel films. There, it's just so like emotionally like riveting. I don't even know. It's so cool how he creates like this whole mood, and it's it's what inspired me to like travel and those pieces of art that can show a journey um, cinematically or. Through film or art is just like really beautiful to me and tim
1: oh yeah i'm gonna
0: Tim, you tim. might have to
1: send the name yeah <laughs> i'm gonna write it down i'm a writer <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah so many so many creators and artists i don't even know where to begin but do you have any off the top of your head
1: i'm trying to actually um i guess broaden my horizons because <laughs> i really don't like i don't really know of many I'm. Very, I feel like I'm. This is what I know. Like a very small window. She's
2: compared holding to like her really, hands
0: like very close. Okay.
2: I keep forgetting that they're not able <laughs> to see me.
0: <laughs> her hands are like face width <laughs> distance apart, and she's moving it, expanding it outwards.
1: Oh my goodness! Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> but I feel like my what I what I think I know is very limited. Um. So I've, I've like don't really I don't know I feel like I don't know any and if I do like I don't I don't remember the names which is unhelpful. Mm,
0: I'll definitely send you some once I go through it but it's hard to think of stuff off the top of my head um, but do you follow like any astrologers or people online that you learn from with helping you develop like your intuitive capacity I don't remember any names. <laughs> Like, I can, I
1: can, I can see the profile picture, the, <laughs> yeah, the avatar, I can see it in the, like, little tiny circle that is on my... Well, like, I could not, I can't tell
0: you the name. Oh, do you know? Um, it's like <laughs> mama something, something mama astrology. I don't even know that that doesn't even sound right when I say it out loud. Yeah, I, I remember when I first got really into astrology, I watched Molly McCord. She has like this podcast, it's like soul growth astrology, and I was like obsessed with her content.
1: <laughs> do you follow Vedic or Western or
0: um, I guess, Western? Western, yeah, yeah, I
1: don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know where, because I didn't even know that there was different. Astro- like, yeah, going to sound so like simple-minded of me, but I literally didn't know that there was like different versions of astrology, or you know, astrologies from different cultures. I'm just like,
0: yeah, there's so much. It's a whole world, a whole world.
1: I don't know. <laughs> and then I, and then I, what is? I learned. I read that. And I don't know how true this is because I only read one article. Um, But it was, it said that Vedic astrology is based on the theory that the sun is the center of the solar system, and Western is based on the earth being the center of the solar system
2: Mm. and it
1: being based on fixed points versus Vedic being based on unfixed points.
0: Oh, you know more than me. (laughs) I have no idea. Uh,
1: yeah, and I'm just like, wait! I believe the sun is in the soul in the middle of the solar solar system. So, like, shouldn't I be, shouldn't I believe and shouldn't I go like? And that's where I've just been so conflicted. Mm. But and that's why I've been asking people, I guess, not the preference, but you know, what they go by. Is there, I guess, a specific reason, or is it just like why why Western astrology?
0: Um, I think Vedic was really hard for me to understand. Even just like looking at the charts was just like what it was so complex. Like Western was already enough for me, so I'm like I'll take this for now. But um, I know a lot of people, a lot of like my aunts and uncles from my dad's side are into like Vedic. So I think I can, I'll, I'll talk to them more about that. But I don't, yeah, I don't know much about it.
1: Oh, So you actually have family that that practice or go by the Vedic astrology
0: yeah it's so funny like I wouldn't expect it um but it's only on my dad's side and th- I I think they consider themselves like astrologers I don't know but they also are really into like law of attraction like tarot cards like well, oh, this is so random <laughs> but yeah it's nice cool. it's like man that's cool I feel like
1: I'm like the only one in my family who like will even speak of things <laughs> of these things so wow that's that's
0: I'm like, what? That's so cool. <laughs> no, yeah, but dude, I'm also like in your same boat of wanting to develop more, like develop my intuitive skills more cause it's just, it's like magic. And I feel like it's a huge part of who I am and like how I've moved through everything. So I know that there's something here that like needs to be drawn out more. Because I, I resonate with what you were talking about. All right. <laughs> um,
1: I feel like we could like, literally just keep talking. I know. It's, <laughs>
0: there's so many things to pull from, honestly.
1: We've like hit so many different...
0: So many pockets of everything.
1: life. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Okay, I'll ask you one Dude, more question.
1: If you ask, yeah, I was like... Mm. You can ask me a question. I'll talk for 20 minutes. Free fire.
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk about like authenticity because I feel like you're just a very real person. Like you I just really appreciate how you don't like hold things back and you're just so expressive and bubbly and um yeah, just very expressive and I feel like authenticity is at least Part of my journey that I'm learning how to step more into. So, what are what is some advice you have for just embodying more authenticity in your life and being more of who you are without caring about what other people think?
1: Mm. Experiment, 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 and I wish they could see all my (laughs) facial expressions. Yeah, I I think that's. I think that if I could give one one chunk of advice it just be to be open-minded and give give things a chance whether it's anything anything scratch that fear I want to touch upon fear
2: do it in regards to
1: authenticity because I feel like that's I feel like that's the biggest thing that holds people back from being able to be authentic Mm -hmm. to themselves um you know and I, I don't want to stretch that to be true for everyone but from my personal experiences and just from conversations with other people um a lot of struggle um more so like internal conflict is is based is pretty much as a result of being too scared to like step into something new or step into something uncomfortable or go back to something they used to like, but don't like anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I've, I've like, I've, what's the word? Why is it, why is it leaving my brain? Inner child, okay, so that's like a phrase that's like, helped me understand a lot and unpack a lot and Mm -hmm. be able to move forward, you know, like process how to move forward and like make it make
0: sense to me man I don't know so how does um like the energy
1: it's so hard word advice
0: so like <laughs> the fear the fear of um fear of getting something wrong uh fear of experiencing pain how do you like talk someone through that like they want to try something but like it could blow up in their face or like they might get judgment from it or um it might be uncomfortable the first few times they try it but I think you touched on like experimentation I think with the inner child there's that part of you that just wants to play and try things and like do something new without caring about the consequences like they just want to go out and be free (laughs) basically
1: yes I like what you said about um like just being f- free of the consequences and not thinking like that that much
2: ahead mm-hmm. and needed negative impact yeah that makes sense see
0: your, wor- your words are just so no.
1: <laughs> I don't know you just like we co-created
0: these words together <laughs> like you just like
1: man I don't know do I like do I need to read more
0: or something reading does help
2: because understand
0: your vocabulary
1: yeah I'm gonna have to start picking up a few more books because um (laughs) just like man yes I feel like I don't have um what is it I don't like my the word the word bank that I have available to me. <laughs> I think that's
0: my problem. <laughs> I've I felt that too where I felt like really limited with what I could like share and describe and I felt like I was like in this box. And so um I started when I was in that place I like looked for people who kind of mirrored back how I like my essence, like something that felt like really true to me. So I would listen to podcasts of people that spoke really eloquently and spoke about the things that mattered to me and then it's not like copying them but it's like kind of through osmosis where you you just like lean into that form of expression and it becomes like a part of you but I think that the things that you consume can really help you create the type of person that you want to be because like what you take in you become
2: in a sense
1: in a sense (laughs) I feel like all the way <laughs> down to the energetic level to the physical. I am. Man.
0: But damn, we've been talking for like two hours. <laughs> really? Almost. But I have one more question to wrap things up. Um just like from God, there's so many questions. <laughs> Let's see. What do you feel like the universe is asking you to release and let go of so that you can step more into the next version of yourself or, like, the next, like, level that you're moving towards?
2: It's going to sound so, like, redundant. I feel like to, like,
1: everyone's, like, to a lot of... I'm just going to say
2: it. Yeah, don't judge it.
1: Like, my past. Mm -hmm. I feel like... That's huge. Now... Now that I have a whole new perspective on everything, like my past, my present, what my future is going to look like, um, I take it in so much differently. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that within the past year, I've become so angry. I've become so resentful. I've fallen into a victim mentality. And, you know, I have this nasty attitude of like, oh, all of this happened to me. Why should I be, why should I try to be the bigger person? Why should I try to be a better person? Why should I try, you know, to continue to exert my energy for people who don't deserve it? Mm -hmm. That was my attitude for a while. Not knowing, unfortunately. (laughs) But, um...
2: Are you okay? I forgot when you literally
1: your eyes just your eyes just widened. it looks like she saw a ghost or something she just like paused because I was like I was like man I forgot what I was gonna say and then I was gonna say it and I was like no don't don't because I was like anyways, yeah I was like I didn't see a ghost I didn't see
2: a <laughs> Nothing, nothing like that. She just caught got, herself. I got
1: my protection. She just got her crystals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, no, I think that face, because I literally like it. A hand went like this into my brain and took my mm-hmm. thought out. That's how quick I forgot. Like
2: totally forgot where
1: I was going with that. But um, like I can't remember what I was saying.
0: Mm, so you're saying um. I my it's like uh you're ready or being asked to let go of your past and because you're able to identify how um like attaching to all those stories have made you and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm missing something but like Mm -hmm. have made you angry resentful um you fell into this victim mentality and you just don't want to be in that place so Maybe, well, if you would would to let go of your past, how would that make you feel? Like, where would that lead you?
1: It, it really all ties into what we touched up on um, earlier, just how I'm trying to be more responsive instead of reactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the tension and the conflict comes from me not being in a place of understanding, and it's, like, it's really weird, because, like, I understand, like, like, I'm understanding of why those things have happened, because girl, I'm tell you what, like, I could keep digging, I could keep unlayering stories.
2: It never ends. <laughs>
1: but, um, I'm going to be very honest with you, I have not retained my attention this long on, like, one thing that wasn't a mindless activity
0: what I'm proud of you that's amazing
1: (laughs) because I'm like why am I spacing out so much like why is it so hard for me to focus I think it's just because I've like been so concentrated you said we've been talking for like two hours now Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's just because I've been so like actually mindfully like focused (laughs) and not just like scrolling or like watching Netflix
0: yeah but um I'm so sorry. Please refresh me.
1: (laughs) Letting go of the past. Oh, no, no. Actually,
0: yeah, I got some insight, actually, because you were talking about how letting go of the past um, would help you be more responsive rather than reactive. And it kind of goes back to what, like, there's this thread of everything that you were talking about in this conversation where observe, don't absorb, being more grounded healing it's like all there you know and I feel like when you release the past it's all gonna like unravel and you'll feel feel this like freedom to move forward in a different way in a more grounded clear way
2: yes yes um to all of Sabrina's beautiful listeners
1: good luck stringing all my thoughts (laughs) into one Like sequential, like logical. (laughs) It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. No, I. I I did. No, you did a beautiful job. So actually, (laughs) it's possible. I just am like, how? How did you decipher all of that?
0: (laughs) No, thank you. We covered so much ground. We went everywhere, (laughs) and underneath.
1: (laughs) You're really bored. Oh my goodness.
0: Thank you for doing this with me and connecting and being here and being so like open and real and honest and vulnerable I feel like that's what made it so enriching so thank you
1: thank you for having me on here honestly though i've this is the first time I've ever like done this it's like it's been a very exciting nerve-wracking like beautiful experience like
0: not to toot my horn, but I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. You did freaking great. Where can people find you online? Um, if you want them to follow you,
1: the best, I guess, the best is Instagram. the The page you mentioned. <laughs> um, I guess I I say it right. Yeah, go ahead. Oh my goodness, I've never done this before. <laughs> You get like um oh, I love God. this one <laughs> like, It's so cute. <laughs> it's so <I> cute. <laughs> like oh, You can find me on Instagram at at @eclectic.elevation. Hey. I think that's what it is.
2: Yeah.
0: I'll I'll link her information down below and you'll get to get to know Kiana on um a deeper level there too cuz A lot of what you post is like, it feels like little entries from your journal. It feels very like intimate. Yeah, there's like a closeness in your words that I feel. So
1: It's funny you say that because I actually, a lot of my posts do come from like, I don't want to say prompts, but like just journal entries Mm -hmm. that I have. So it's funny that you say that.
2: Ah, that's cool. (laughs) It's working.
0: It is. (laughs) Keep doing what you're doing. You as well. I love it. I think this is a a perfect time to end and head out. But thank you, Kiana. Love you so much. And I'm the best. You
1: as well. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Peace out. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got any value or insights from it, follow the podcast on Spotify. You can also subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes if that's where you're listening. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'm super open and receptive to suggestions, and uh, just want to know what you guys think. What's um, on your mind? And what you would like to hear more about you can find me on instagram at the purpose path podcast and again i will leave kiana's information her social media in the description down below to the show notes you can follow her at eclectic.elevation on instagram and that is all i have for you guys today but i look forward to talking with you soon in the next episode Peace out.